Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some college football. We welcome on now our guy. He joins us every single week around this time, Alan Bell from Sportsline, joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Alan, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Y'all doing all right? We're doing pretty good. We're sweating, Alan. We got way too many bets. Way too many bets. What are you sweating? Oh, man. How much time do you have? Well, you're with us for two segments. So we're sweating pretty much everything (laughs) from top to bottom. The Wizards. We're uh, we're also on uh, Central Michigan. I'm not. Yeah, I am too. I'm I am on, on the Wizards. I'm on uh, I'm not Toledo, Toledo Michigan. I got right. the Northern Illinois the under. I got the Portland Trailblazers plus five. Way too much. Man. Yeah, Just I'm also, I'm much. on Florida State and Penn under. I'm on Florida State to cover or Penn to cover 19, and they're up by three points right now. So that's great too. So we're not sweating that bad, but it. we are sweating that bad, Alan. You know the deal. Alan, right. you know not. what? It, it wouldn't be a night without it. Right. Exactly, man. You have to. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh you come my in here. What, what just happened Kyle right there? Kuzma just hit a three from the corner, Allen, to take the lead with one They're 11 seconds cover. to go. Oh, thank God. That's going to hit my under, that 95-94. There's no way that we're wow. going to overtime. Allen, uh, we've been going, well, I've been going back and forth. Uh, Love Carolina last week. Now I want to fade them this week. That's the game tomorrow night, North Carolina on the road, taking on Pitt. So let's talk some college football. Pitt, a six-and-a-half point favorite. That total seems a little high, 73-and-a-half. Um, anything that you like tomorrow night? Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. I, I think I agree with you, right? Like, I, I think I agree, like, on both teams, like, from that North Carolina Wake game. Um, I'm with you on Carolina. I'm definitely going to play Wake as well yeah. this week. So, yeah, like, it's fascinating. Um, six and a half, it seems like a lot. Like, every time, like, I just can't trust Pitt. Like, I just can't trust him at all. Like, I, it's just tough, man. It, it, it's, it, it, it's a tough play. That's a tough play. I trust Wake more than I do than that other game. So that's going to be a stay away. Anything that you just love, that you just love, and you had to rush right to the window for this weekend, Alan? Yeah, there's a couple. And honestly, it, it, it's a few unders here, right? So Michigan, Penn State, under 48 just and a half. Just about to ask about teams, that. Yeah, like these two teams are almost identical. Now, they go about it in different ways. But, like, you look at their stats, like, they're pretty much the exact same team. Um, so I think that this is going to be a game to where Penn State will turn the ball over and Michigan will take a lot of time to score, right? So I, 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 I'm going to ride the under in that game for sure. Uh, like I just said, I like Wake Forest minus two. Um, I don't know what to do with this Miami-Florida State game. Like, nobody's really looking at it. But I feel like Miami has had a change, you know, ever since they made a change at quarterback. And they're playing all right football. Like, I think that this game has a lot of value here. And then you look at, like, another one like Minnesota, Iowa, under 37. Like, that's a low number, but I'm all over that low number. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Now, Alan, uh, I can't figure out Purdue. They've beaten two top five teams this year, but then they look awful. They are 20-and-a-half-point dogs at Ohio State, but Ohio State needs to continue to continue to put up convincing victories in case something happens along the way to keep them in the college football playoff picture. Uh, which Boilermaker team to you do you think shows up this weekend? And is there any possibility? I don't think that there is, but do you think that there's any possibility that they could knock off Ohio State? Well, I think that this year there's possibility for anything. However, 
I'm fading Purdue in this game, right? I, I do not think that they're going to do it two weeks in a row. And quite frankly, we haven't seen Ohio State as of late really put it on anybody. And, and I know that that's kind of like non-conventional wisdom to say, oh, they've had three, like, okay games. That means they're going to have a fantastic game. Well, I kind of think that they are. I think you're going to have two kind of forces going against each other to where, like you just said, Ohio State, it could really benefit them to just lay the hammer on somebody. And Purdue, they kind of have had two of their Super Bowls already, and one of them being last week. Like, it's not going to happen again, and it's definitely not going to happen in the shoe. So it's a big number, but I'm going to ride Ohio State on this one. Alan, we just talked to a couple people, actually, and we, we had to discuss Ole Miss versus Texas A&M. That's the one I'm going to be watching. Really quick before I talk about that, I'm going to be at that Michigan game against Penn State, so I hope, I'm hoping for the over just because I don't want to stand there and watch uh, under in, the, in that weather. Like, I will <laughs> I be very upset. So I'm, I'm hoping for the over there, but Texas A&M and, and uh, Ole Miss, I'm leaning the over in that game. Um, what do you think about the total or the side right now? Texas A&M, they are three-point favorites in that one. I miss Ole Miss back when they could score the ball what's your feel on that game yeah so it's a tough one because it's such a a a short line right and it feels weird because Ole Miss is getting points at home even though it's probably done correctly in terms of the spread look I'm gonna go with Ole Miss Uh, I'm gonna take the two and a half because I trust their I think it's gonna be a pretty tight game I trust their offense much more in the fourth quarter to put up points even if game like I trust them to be able to go a little bit frantic uh, towards the end. And they can kind of pull off a little bit more than maybe Texas A&M can. So in a tight game, uh, yeah, give me Ole Miss at home with the points. Nice. Alan, you know we got to talk about this one. Shout out to Tennessee for getting the job done for everybody last week. But this week, I don't know if you're going to have the same success at home. 20-and-a-half-point dogs taking on Georgia. Could they stay within the number? (laughs) All right, so let me say this. No, like Georgia's a black hole. They're, They're a black hole to everyone, right? Like once they get up 14, 17, good luck. And they've done it all year long. Here's the interesting part is that I think the play in this game is the over, because if you're looking at 56, 55 and a half, depending on where uh, you get it at right now, Georgia is going to put up their points. Okay. Take the first game against Clemson out of the, out of like what we're looking at. They're, they're, they're averaging 40 points per game. Like we talk about their defense, they're putting up points too. And they're going to put up points against Tennessee's defense. Uh, That's not a question at all. But with Tennessee's offense, it's just weird and quirky enough, and they don't turn it over, that they're going to get – like, you're basically trying to figure out how many points does Tennessee score in this game. And I think that with some garbage points, you know, possibly in the fourth quarter, that they could get to 20, okay? Now, you're probably looking at Georgia getting to 45. Okay, so, yeah, like I think the play is the over here because it is a big number and it's a weird number. Um, yeah, I, I would ride with the over on this one. Alan, we were, you're talking about Tennessee football, but I want to know your take on Tennessee basketball. Obviously, we got college basketball starting now. Uh, they are plus 600 to win the SEC. The SEC might be the most electric conference in college basketball this year. What's your feel on them? Yeah, they're good. Uh, they're going to be really good. They're going to be able to shoot the three. They're going to be able to play defense. And they're going to be well-coached with Rick Barnes. Um, you know, do they win the conference? Uh, I don't know. You know, Rick Barnes has a history of kind of not bringing these things home. But during the regular season, 
especially against non-conferences early and then against the conference, you know, during the season. Uh, Tennessee's going to put it on some folks, and they can play, they're young, they're deep, and they can go. So I wouldn't, like, I would sprinkle a little bit on if you want to just for fun, but I would definitely take a look at Tennessee and, uh, and spreads and overs, uh, you know, during the regular season because they're going to put up points pretty much at will. They're, they're, they're that good to do it. And what's your take on the Lady Vols? Because they, they typically are going to be outperforming even the men. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been so strange. Like, you know, they've got Kelly John Hopper up there, and she's doing a good job. Um, it's just not the same program. Like, the brand is there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not what it was. No, they're still pretty good, you know, comparatively. Um, but it's just not what it is. Like, if I had to compare them to, say, a college football team, they would be like Auburn. Oh. Sometimes they can look really good. Other times you're like, what in the hell was that? Like, what did I just watch here, you know? So you just kind of got to be careful with them. Uh, they'll be well coached, and they'll have athletes, but it's not always going to be pretty. Well, you brought up Allen, or I'm sorry, Allen. You are Allen. You brought up Auburn, and actually I wanted to get your thoughts on that one because I feel How like that's it. a Allen brought I, up Allen. I feel like that's a tricky line, man, where Mississippi State, I'm going back to college football really quick here. Auburn's favored by five and a half with the Bo Nix experience. I just feel like that number's off. What would you do with that? The total's 50. Anything at all? Yeah, it's a weird number, right? Um, and it's done that for a reason because these are two weird teams. Uh, but I'll say this. I think you're going to get good blow nicks. Uh, you're going to get them in a favorable matchup against Mississippi State's defense, and not just him, but the Auburn offense as a whole. And then Auburn's defense is going to be able to do what it wants against Mississippi State. So I think the best play is the under in this game of, I think it sits around 50, 51 right yeah, now. Yeah. The under is the best play. Second one, like if you want to put some action on a spread, I think this would be the week to do it with Auburn. I wouldn't suggest it every week, but I think this would be the one. But if you just want something in on this game, the under is the player. It's going to be one of those like uh, 1997, like 11 a.m. SEC games, like Vandy, Kentucky, that's like, 17 to 14, like that's the kind of game that this is going to be. It's not going to be pretty. I completely agree. Another tricky line this week is Minnesota, five-and-a-half-point dogs. You know that they always rally around P.J. Fleck and play well when they're dogs, but Iowa, five-and-a-half-point favorites only at home. Something seems fishy. I feel like if this game was a nighttime kickoff, like 7 p.m., and it's a blackout at Iowa City, I would like the Hawkeyes. I like Minnesota a lot. I think this is my favorite bet this weekend, Alan. Any thoughts on uh, P.J. Fleck catching five-and-a-half on the road? Yeah, so... Uh, look, I, it's hard to take Iowa with five and a half points. Yeah, they can't like, score. I mean, they just don't. Yeah, they just don't score. So, like, I like the under in this game. I know that I've given out a lot, especially this one at thirty-seven. But I just like it because you know what you're going to get out of Iowa, and especially with a team like what you just said about a uh, Minnesota team rallying around PJ Fleck, right? Like, I think you're going to get Iowa and Kirk Ferentz to where he's like, okay, well, you know how I combat against that? You don't get the ball that much, right? Like, they're not afraid to go 14 play drives. Like, it's going to look like an Army-style offense, right? Like, it's going to look almost like a service academy-type game. So, I think that's exactly what you're going to get out of Iowa, and I think that's what Iowa wants to do. Um, so, it's just going to limit the time and the opportunities that Minnesota can put up. And not that they're, you know, Ole Miss by any means, you know, on their, you know, in their own regard. So, yeah, uh, the under, uh, it, it screams to me, and I know 37 is super <laughs> yeah. low. But, yeah, man, like, I, I just don't see these two teams 
uh, going high flying. I mean, Iowa was bad enough when they had their starting quarterback. Uh, Alan, thanks so much, man. We're going to have you on again in about five more minutes, and we're going to talk some NFL with you, so we'll let you get a little breather in. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, Our guy, Alan. Alan Bell, on the Roman guest line. You can get a free online evaluation. Ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. All you got to do, go to go getroman.com slash betql now. You get $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash betql. 